Hey guys, welcome back. Episode 9. This episode, we are going to be diving into religions and spirituality and the commonality that every single human being has. Because no matter what anyone's beliefs are, and obviously they want to believe that their belief is right, but one commonality that we have amongst all humans is that we truly don't know who our creator is. Creator, creators, whatever it possibly is. But that's something that we all have in common, and I think that's an important subject to talk on. So I'm going to be covering that one in this episode. But here over the past week, I've been kind of thinking about my podcast and the direction that I want to head with it. So I've decided that I'm going to be releasing 12 episodes here at first, and there will be three more episodes after today's episode, that means. But I'm covering just a very wide right very wide range of subjects on matters that relate to society and my opinion on them or towards certain subject matters that I believe um, that are important in society and need to be addressed. But this summer I plan on linking up with people, messaging people to get them to come on my show. I already have a few different guests already lined up. And if you want to be a guest on my show, just reach out to me. I'm more than happy to bring anyone on here. Um, one of the ultimate long-term goals of the podcast is just to meet as many different people and hear their perspectives and stories because I think everyone's important. I think everyone has a story. I think everyone has a talent or skill or knowledge base in something that is greater than other people. And you just have to learn what that is and then you have to express it. So if you want to come on the show, reach out to me for sure. Okay, religions. As I've kind of mentioned on the previous episode, I went to a Catholic school as a kid. And I was in the Catholic school system all the way up until my freshman year of college. So in grade school, we would actually go to daily mass in which it wouldn't be quite as long as a weekend mass per se, but we still went on a daily basis to mass. So religion was a big part of my life. And on top of that, we had a theology class in school that we would study for an hour. And on top of that, we would say prayers before we'd go eat, um, before we would go to PE, just a lot of different things we would say prayers before. So religion was a huge part of my life during my childhood. And then I transferred to the public school and I kind of got my mind open to new experiences and perspectives because there were a lot of different belief systems in the public school system than that of the Catholic school in which I was raised. So the only beliefs in the Catholic school system were that God, Jesus, obviously, and then all the Bible's teachings and the Catholic schools or the Catholic church's teachings. But the public school really opened my mind to different ideas and perspectives that maybe my mind wasn't open to in the Catholic school because that's the only thing that was being put 
right in front of my face. So that's kind of when my mindset started to change towards religion. And I could tell right away that the Catholic church maybe wasn't the church that was necessarily for me, but I was open to new experiences and ideas relating to the subject matter. So as high school went on, I slowly stopped going to Catholic church on the weekends. I would go every once in a while. And then over time, it just became to the point where I didn't go to church anymore unless it was on Christmas or Easter. So I think they make jokes about those people. They're called like the Christmas Easter's or whatever. I don't know. But the Catholics can make jokes about me only going on those dates, and that's okay. But um, my senior year of high school, we had the option to do dual enrollment classes through a community college. And one of the class options for my senior year was a comparative, comparative religions class. And I was excited for this class because I was going to learn about a bunch of different religions, etc. And I went into the class with an open mind. And on the very first day of classes, I can remember it, the teacher, the professor walked in and he introduced himself as Eric Hager. And I could just tell right away that this class was going to be the class that was for me because I had kind of been losing religion and I wanted to dive more into it. And this was a perfect reason to. So within the first couple class sessions, I loved the class. The professor did a great job and I was learning a lot, but within the first month, um, the professor stopped showing up the classes and it kind of caught us students off guard because it was a couple different class sessions in a week. And the only thing that we've been told that he was just feeling under the weather. And sure enough, another few days had passed over the weekend or whatever. And our professor died. This guy was a healthy dude in his upper thirties, lower forties. And it really bummed me out. Because to give more background on it, I think it was the first day of classes. He said, now I know many of you guys are going to want to know throughout the course what my beliefs are towards religion. And I'm going to tell you guys, but it's just not today. And he just meant that he was going to be telling us like on the last day of classes what his beliefs were. And that was something that I really looked forward to. Now granted... The class was replaced with a different professor and that professor was a lot more dry. The class was boring, but I still learned a lot and took a lot away from it. But the connection that I had on a spiritual level, like with this professor was this original professor that passed away was just something that I would have gained so much more from the class. So I left the class kind of a little bit as lost as I went into it. When it comes to religion, I, still didn't necessarily believe there was a correct religion or even if there was a God in general, I would say there's quite a bit of time, maybe probably when I was 18 through 20 or yeah, somewhere in there, there was probably 18 months maybe ish where I was just 
uncertain if there even was a creator. I thought the chances of us living in a simulation were really high. And another reason for that is like big names, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Elon Musk, other people say there's such a high chance that we are living in a simulation. Um, and I believe the science, I believe the scientists, I want to trust in science, especially coming from the school system. Like the Catholic school, they don't really teach you necessarily about evolution. And then in the public school system, they teach you about it. But I think that you can believe in evolution and believe in a God. I don't think that they're mutually exclusive with each other necessarily. But to get deeper into it, um, I had a, what I want to call a spiritual religious awakening back in the month of December. I was kind of just going through life and somehow I ended up at a Christian church on a Sunday morning. But the, the Bible or the, the summary of the Bible of that day, they, they chose like a couple passages, you know, a couple different readings and they kind of dove into them. It was just a non-denominational Christian church and I had never, participate in one of those, but I really liked the feel of it. But anyways, the, the Bible just spoke to me that day and I knew that I was led to the church for some reason. And it, it was right because I was a little bit lost with what I wanted to do in life. I, I just didn't really know. And I, I don't know. I am just without a doubt in my mind, there is some kind of creator and I don't even, it's hard to describe the feeling, you know, I think there's a lot of religious people who even like struggle to like believe sometimes, you know, but the events that led up to this like spiritual awakening, I don't know, there was just some kids that passed away that were young, that were my age that really like hit home to me. Um, all these people that are dying of COVID, I just think there's a lot of chaos in the world and there's not really order. So another big thing is I think mainstream media entertainment's kind of taken away religion and um, taken away spiritualness in general because that relies more on like being a good person, doing good things, but that's not really a society that we're living in right now. I think that capitalism and the game is just really big and everyone's trying to keep up with the Joneses, which drives a lot of greed and jealousy in our country. So that's not good. But throughout all my studies and research and experiences, I've came to the conclusion that religions have a lot more in common with each other than they do their differences. And there's small little differences that set them apart or even make them up into sex. I mean, let's use Christianity, for example. There's so many different sects within Christianity and their belief systems are just all a little bit different, you know, but it's like all these right religion or all these religions and mine's the right one. Uh, I appreciate differences among humans. I think that's what makes humans really special. 
But the people that are not able to accept the differences, those are the people that I can't necessarily get along with as well because they think that they're always right. And that's just not the case. And especially when it comes to religion, because none of us truly know our creator and we're not going to know that until we die. And that's just something that we all have in common with each other. But even amongst the religions, they have a lot in common with each other. It's kind of like, hey, you do good things to other people. You're going to be rewarded, whether it be in this life or the next life. And don't look for an excuse to be a good person. But the teachings from these religions is amazing. The Bible, the Quran, all of them. They are amazing. The teachings in them, blissful. Jesus Christ, one of the smartest guys to ever walk on this planet. Do I believe there was a guy named Jesus Christ? Absolutely. I do believe there was a guy named Jesus Christ. And I think he was smart because if you go anywhere across the globe today and you say the name Jesus, people are going to know who that is right away. Or at least an idea of who it was. And it's not even necessarily if you believe in the literal meanings of everything in the Bible. There's a lot of good parables. There's a lot of good references. There's a lot of good knowledge, wisdom, truth to life. And it's kind of got some of the keys to happiness in it because... I've come to learn life's one of the biggest mirrors. You kind of get out of it what you put into it and your words. Be careful with your tongue, people. That's one thing I will say because words kind of become a reality and you kind of speak words or ideas into existence. And that's just something that you got to be careful with. But a little off topic, but Jesus was really smart, really smart guy. But one thing that I think our generation is starting to realize is that maybe the Bible isn't meant to be taken literally. I mean, if you look at the amount of people who are religious, it has been declining amongst the millennials and Gen Zs. And I think one of the biggest reasons why that's happening is because of the Internet and kids are starting to learn st stuff and things more rapidly than you could in the past. But, I mean, for example, here's a really good argument, just at anyone. The Earth has been around billions of years. And Jesus Christ died on the cross 2,000 years ago, right? That's when the A.D. started. And then there's a couple more thousand years in the Bible before that. And people think that's it. Now, I'm not discrediting them or anything, but if you don't think that there was some kind of other species to live here that were human-like before that, I, I don't think so. I just don't think that's right. Yeah. And I understand that's like one of the key things within Christianity, but Christians need to realize that they have a lot more in common with other religions than they think they do. And 
their main Vatican is corrupt. They should be paying taxes. And honestly, their leaders are losing a lot of the trust for them. And that's really sad because there's a lot of followers who are very avid. And I'm not out here to come at anyone's beliefs or attack anyone. And I'm always down to have a conversation about this. But the way I look at it is that there definitely needs to be time out of the week. And I don't know how much time necessarily that is. I really like to do this on Sunday mornings and church, there's church on Sundays too, but whether it be reading the Bible, reading anything religious, reading anything from any philosophers, reading anything from being a good person and spreading love amongst others, you need to take time to do that during the week. Because as I was mentioning earlier, life's one of the biggest mirrors. Once you start reading and talking about those things more, you're going to mirror that more out to life. There's this movie that something really stood out to me in the movie, but it's on Disney Channel. I don't know if you guys have Disney Plus. I really like Disney Channel. I think there's a lot of good messages in Disney movies, themes, ideas. I like Disney, but... It's called The Emperor's New Groove, and in the movie, the Gar guy, he is, there's a scene where there is an angel on one of his shoulders and another angel, but, excuse me, there's an angel on one shoulder and there's another angel on the other shoulder. One of them's like white, what you would expect like a good angel to look like. And then the other one's a red one with devil horns. And basically, he's posed with a tough situation, and he's got both angels talking to him in the scene. And that scene really spoke out, like stood out to me, because I think that happens on a daily basis without us even understanding or knowing that it's really going on. But basically, in our subconscious or conscious, we always have we know the difference between right and wrong and a lot of times in life it's easier to do the the wrong thing or bring in negativity or bring other people down but that's just the bad that's the devil side and kind of like what i've came to believe in is like we have one creator and there are minions on the good side and there's people on the bad side and you can just tell in people's personality or who they are. You know, you can see if they have good angels working through them or if they are still fighting some devils, you know. And, yeah, I really like that scene in The Emperor's New Groove where he's got the two angels on both shoulders because I think that's a weight that we all carry through life. And... It's not like looking for an excuse to be a good person. It's just like what you should do every single time. But our conscious allows for other, other things, you know, in our society, a lot of people have endless wants and you can get those endless wants, whatever that comes to the mind, you can pretty much have in our country. 
So, yeah. Reincarnation, the idea, sounds cool. I like it. You know, come back, live another life. Maybe my next life I could be... I don't even know. I don't know what I want to be. We are just... The era that we're growing up in is crazy. The technological change that's going to be coming, guys, is nuts. I don't think people truly understand the technological advances that are going to happen in our lifetime. And before I die, I'm going to see flying cars. Whether someone else comes out to company or I come out to company, I'm going to see flying cars before I die. But even other things, just you look at a Neuralink company, Neuralink's coming out with the capabilities, the human brain interface where they can fix a lot of diseases, they can heal people's vision, they can heal people's, if they're deaf, they can heal that. Um, maybe even with the chance of Alzheimer's, there's just endless possibilities. But another thing too is like who's watching out over that who's governing that and another thing that really scares me is the fact that if people are starting to get these chips in which they will they're going to be expensive but this is going to give people almost human superhuman capabilities and that's something that kind of worries me because then it's only it's going to become a competition if you want to be smarter, faster, anything like that, you're going to go get something robotic to replace human because robots are bound to be better and faster than that of humans once the um, algorithm learns itself. But I think there's also a lot of good things that humans can do or that robots can do, but it's just, it needs to be monitored and it needs to be watched over taken seriously and with a lot of consideration. Otherwise, we're going to end up with a lot of people with no jobs because if you think about it, think of all the first jobs that are going to go. Your McDonald's workers, everyone like that, make you a minimum wage, they're gone. They're out of the equation. The machines can make the hamburgers better and more efficiently. You take out your labor costs. I just, I don't know where that society's heading because what are you going to do with all those people? How are you going to support them? And also to mention, I mean, look at all the money the government's printing out right now. I mean, don't be surprised here, guys, if we see $10 milk just because of inflation prices. But, um, yeah, to kind of like wrap robots in religion, I think that's another big thing that could happen in the future where religions could be subdued even more or that could be a very turning point for religion people could turn maybe more towards it because humanity doesn't know what's coming with the amount of robots and their capabilities in the future so it will be interesting to see how they respond uh, another thing that actually pops in my head back to the emperor's new groove is there's a simpsons episode where Homer has two different angels on his shoulders too. And I just think there's a lot of good references, themes in movies, Hollywood. I know I've kind of like talked badly about Hollywood in the past, but they definitely have some really applicable themes and ideas from the movies to real life. And if 
yeah, you can watch some movies and stuff for entertainment, but I took this one class my freshman year of college about literature and just themes and books. And I applied that to other works of life. And I just, I can't even watch a movie now without catching themes or ideas or wanting to discuss them at the end of the movie. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my two cents towards that. Um, another thing that I'm just kind of putting out there in this episode is don't be surprised if tensions are going to get a lot worse in our country. And, it seems like our media is trying to do everything in their power to divide us even more. And at a certain point, we just got to stop accepting it. And I talked about this on a TikTok, but maybe our country does need a World War III. Maybe that is what our country needs to bring us together and realize that, hey, our neighbors across the street aren't our enemies if they're voting for a different party than us, but rather the people who have our politicians on chains, and that is very rich individuals, and that is corporations. I mean, most politicians are good people, I think, but the game and the system just ruins them. And once you know the secrets of the system, you don't let them out. That's why so many people are in politics for so dang long. There needs to be term limits. I've talked about this before. That needs to be introduced in a bill. I don't know why this hasn't already happened. But, yeah, it needs to happen in the near future. There are events that are happening up in Minnesota. It is not good. Not good. But, once again, the media blows up one case, and they make sure that's all you see on the news for a couple weeks so that the people can argue about the matter. But if you think about it, guys, we've been arguing about the same exact issues since the year 2000, since I was born. Oh, you feel a certain way about immigration, Second Amendment, the list goes on and on. Same issues. Nothing ever changes. Another thing I want to put out there in the politics world is Stand up against the carbon emissions tax. That's the biggest bullshit that our politicians could ever give us. And it's just another reason to absolutely destroy the lower and middle class. Because if you watch the movie See Spiracy or if you just even look online, you'll understand that that emission is less, far less than the amount of carbon emissions being released into the into the environment because of corporate fishing in the oceans. But you'll never hear that about that on the media because those are the same allies with each other. Like I've told my friends and talked about people with this, if your friends were winning at the game of life and you guys were ahead, wouldn't you probably do things to stay ahead? So that's just the way that most of it works with the really elite and their friends as they do things to stay ahead with each other. But they've done a really good job at making the wealth gap as big as it's ever possibly been in history while 
still somehow dividing the 99% over the same issues year after year. I mean, when are people going to wake up? When are they going to realize that enough is enough? It will come. The time will come. And I know it's going to come because good always wins in the end. And I mean, even the people running our entertainment, Sony, um, people just giving us entertainment, pedophilia, it's awful. You hear people come out against it. You hear all the rappers talk about how they're all slaves. And they're not joking about that stuff. They're serious. There's a lot of rappers that have been, like, quote unquote, been put behind bars so that they can either get murked or taken off the grid somewhere so that they can get cloned. I mean, you look at Kodak Black right now, anyone listening to music, that guy is the most obvious clone I have ever seen. It's bad. I mean, no wonder Juice World faked his death. He wanted out of the industry. That's not a conspiracy theory either. He's alive. The character's dead, though. Another scary thing is, like, they can almost make, they can make up any news stories nowadays because with the technology and CGI's that they have, anything can be done on a green screen. And it's like, what are they, what are they putting in your face that's actually real? I mean, being able to tell a difference between real and fake in the future is going to be very, very difficult. So, yeah. But yeah, that kind of just honestly leads me back to even the subject line, religion. This is kind of like what led me to the church, I think, or just religion in general, spirituality, is the fact that I woke up to the stuff that is going on in life. You know, it's kind of like, I'm not trying to say that I took the red pill, but I almost did take the red pill. And life isn't everything that it seems. There's a lot that you can learn outside of school, though, kids, a lot. And the school system only teaches you a certain amount of subject areas and topics because they only want you to know a certain amount. And one thing that the school system crushes is that that of creativity. And that's sad because creative people are the best people in society. Those are the minds that make the biggest differences and just have the biggest impacts. And you think those people are people with crazy ideas, but those are really the people that are here to make a difference. And yeah, just even one of the reasons why I started the podcast, FDR's wife, I think I've maybe mentioned this quote before, but she says, small minds talk people, average minds talk events, and big minds talk ideas. And one way that the power can be restored back to the people in our country, and there can be a lot more love and maybe a different, different democracy ruling class, one that's not ran by the current people, current system. And one, one, going back to her quote, we're going to have to be able to talk about these ideas amongst each other 
we're going to have to get past the people in event stage. Those things don't really matter because those are very minuscule on the large scale of things. So Sundays, though, is truly one of my favorite days of the week. I like Sundays. Not only people go to church, it's just kind of a good uh, a day to spend with those you love. Get outside and enjoy this beautiful life that you are blessed with. I think that a lot of good things come from people who get outside and get a lot of sunlight. Um, they don't talk about that enough in school or even in classes. The sun is so good for you people. And it's important to wear your sunglasses, though. Wear your sunglasses. Very important. Wear sunglasses. But get a lot of sunlight, work out, eat healthy, and you'll live a good life. Body, mind, and soul, that is your temple. And that is something that you should cherish. So I think that about wraps it up for this episode. I will see you guys next week with episode number 10. I'm going to be talking one of the episodes in the future. I know that I'm going to talk about working out because working out is so dang important and affects so many other aspects of life and it's became an addiction for me and I really like it. So I think that's maybe what my next one is going to be on. But I'll catch you guys next week with that.